This podcast is brought to you by Clean Cup Coffee, 100% organic, non-GMO coffee delivered straight to your door. They're not just coffee beans. They got all sorts of coffee products from soaps to candles. Place your order today at cleancupcoffee.com. You got any questions or comments while you're listening? Feel free to use the hashtag RacesRecap. If you want to see the video versions of this podcast, check it out at RacesRecap.com. Look forward to chatting with you. Hey there! What do you say there, world? Welcome to the Races Recap. We are here for leg number nine and ten of season 30, and I'm with my best friends. My name's Justin. I'm James Earl. I'm Corey. And we are joined by the scruffy Connor Daly. What's up, Connor? Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> oh, we, I don't, they're missing out on the beard. There it is. There it is. I know it's a new thing. New thing for me. I just gave it a shot. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I don't know. I, I'm going to personally say I like the baby face Connor, but if you want to look like more of a, like tougher, I think this beard thing's working for you. <laughs> I've got positive reviews <laughs> so far, so I'm going to, I'm going to stick to it at least for now. <laughs> All right. We can get asked everybody in the chat room. How are you guys doing today? I appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time out of your day to hang with us. Let me know what you guys think of Connor's beard. And feel free to give it a little (laughs) thumbs up, like, subscribe. We're about to have some fun. This is uh, two back-to-back episodes of some great, great television and some things that are really starting to piss me off. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to hear it. All right. So uh, before we get started, congratulations, Jess and Cody, on your big engagement. Yay. All right. Uh, the <laughs> I thought it was sweet. I'm just, I'm, I am uh, saw the video. There was lots of thought put into it. It was great. Uh, hey, guy. Wow. Hold this. Um, no. I'm, I thought it was sweet. It's. I listened. It's great. Not everyone can engage, get engaged while recreating the amazing race. You're absolutely right. I am just a little upset because their freaking terrible engagement is getting more publicity than my freaking amazing engagement. So, oh. didn't you do on talk shows, you little fame hog? You got. I would have done. Did like- you get a free honeymoon out of that? <laughs> You're right. Uh, Jen Hudak, hey, is in the chat room, so she's here again. If you guys want to ask some questions, she's always in there answering. So here we go. Let's get to the episode, and it starts off with Jessica losing her shoes. How the hell do you lose your sneakers in the amazing race? Does anybody understand this? I was was very confused by that as well. I was but trying to I think mean, of the lead, like what, at what point did she take them off? And I just, I don't remember there being any like water stuff or anything that would have gotten her shoes dirty. Cause wasn't the lead before it when they, the blind or the, not the blind, the U-turn and then the singing. Yeah. Connor, them off. any idea how she could have lost her sneakers? I, if I remember correctly, um, I don't Connor, your your connection is terrible. Uh, we don't even see you and barely hear you. But uh, Jen Hudak said she left them at the pit stop check-in, and once you uh, leave the check-in, you're not allowed to go back. So I guess they didn't give them to her. Oh, that's brutal. So I guess she took them off while they were filling out the paperwork or whatever and the money, you know, yeah. doing at the end. And uh, Am I any better now? Yes, Ooh, much better. 
Okay. Sorry. That's okay. I'm in a hotel, so (laughs) my bad. (laughs) All right. So they wind up having 30 extra euros to spend on uh, sneakers. Uh, I don't know how they had that because I was broke pretty much most of the legs. I was was thinking that too. Uh, Tyler and I were really good at budgeting money. And when I watched that, I, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit that she had lost her shoes, but I, in my head, I was like, we would have had the money to buy shoes if we needed it. Cause I was that like strict about spending money on things. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, there was nobody stricter of spending money than James Earl and Arcee's. <laughs> Mom wasn't allowed to touch the money. She would ask for stuff and I'd say, nope. She's like, can I, can I get a drink? No, mom, get water. When we're done, I'll tell you how much money. When we're offline, I'll tell you how much money we had at the end that I then said, oh, I'm keeping. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> After we didn't win the million. You said, surely it was 30 US dollars? No, Michael Harmstone. She said, we have $30 Zimbabwe money. And Zimbabwe money, I mean, if it's actual Zimbabwe money, $100 trillion is 40 cents. So I don't think it's a Zimbabwe money. They use the euro, which is more than American money, correct? Connor? Yeah. We actually had some uh us off with uh, Zimbabwe dollar US dollars. It was like it was best Cody who always got it. Uh, but uh we said, like, hey, that's definitely not the name so Oh, I hate your hotel. <laughs> I can't hear a word. You're coming through like a robot. <laughs> Really? Oh well, I like fools of service. Yeah, it's hotels. Internet suck. I was just spending it on Rip Connor. I was just at the hotel for the weekend. I couldn't live tweet while watching a stream. That's how bad my hotel connection was. All right. So Jet. So Jess and Cody start off uh, hating on Ocean Rescue, of course. Um, Whatever, let's just skip that. I'm tired of them. Uh, heading to Bahrain for the first time where they land to a self-drive. What do you guys think about Bahrain? First trip? Good I would have I had no idea where this was. Like, If I ripped that flu and saw we're going to Bahrain, I probably would have mispronounced it, and then I would have been like, where the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like that they go to the Middle East. Uh, I guess it's in the Middle East. and I'm, <laughs> I didn't look it up on a map. I'm just assuming. <laughs> uh, and... Connor and Alex have actually been there a bunch. Did you find that uh, that was a big advantage for you guys? This work, yes. Um, we did find an advantage. I've been there like five, six times, and most people are that. So uh, it's, it was confusing for Connor. But, uh, but in Oh, uh, man, we're killing me. I hate I, – I love you, and I appreciate you being here, but we can't hear you at all. You're, like, coming through like a jerk. It's not your fault, and I get it. It's like – uh, But it sounded like he said it was some sort of an advantage for him, and then bleep, 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 like R2-D2. I didn't know there was a lot of racing out there in Bahrain. That was interesting to find out. Can you hear me any better now? Now it's crystal clear. Well, uh, be my headphones then. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, no. So there, there's a, there's a Formula One track in Bahrain, a uh, big world championship event there. Only once a year, though. Other than that, there's not a lot of racing there. Um, but since it's warm all the time, we would have, like, our preseason and postseason uh, practice days in Bahrain. Um, so, yeah, we, we, it would be Bahrain and Abu Dhabi. 
So, oh, perfect. Yeah. Do you know the area well, or do you just like just go to that track? I imagine you do some sightseeing and tourist stuff out there. Honestly, we always only ever go racetrack, hotel, racetrack, hotel. But Alex, Alex had been there more than I had. Alex had been there first time. His first time there was like 2009. So he'd been there probably like 10 or 11 times. So he knew exactly where the camel milking spot was. And I didn't believe him actually for a second. But he's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. That's like right near the racetrack. And I was like, okay, perfect. So all the roads. <laughs> Like, we were actually lost for, like, three hours uh, along with a lot of other people, which we, we drove around. We almost d- drove into the def- defense ministry in Bahrain, which, like, they told us to stay away from. And it was, like, it was weird. So we, we were lost for a considerable amount of time. But still, we got, like, we were we were okay after a while because going from the um, from whatever that task was where we had to pick out all the little stupid things in the pots, uh, <laughs> we eventually, like, as soon as we left there, we had driven around the city so many laps and so many times that we had actually like figured out exactly where we needed to go already next. And so it was like we were there in like half an hour. It was like super easy. Hmm. Well, the, uh, there's a lot of interesting things that happen along this leg. There seemed to be like, a, a, I guess maybe it's the next leg uh, of a, an unaired task. I guess it's the next leg. So we're going to have to definitely get into that. But uh, like that was Bahrain. Oh, that was in this leg. Okay. So, yeah, I, I will definitely – where was it along the leg uh, before or after which task? It was the first one, to be honest, I think. Uh, All right. Do you want to tell us a little bit about it? From what I read here, it's an unaired task. Team members were asked three questions about each other. You had to get all three questions right. If you didn't, you were standing on some sort of plank that you fell down? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was really strange. I, we were watching it, and all of a sudden I, like, I looked at Alex. I was like, wait a second. Where the heck was, where did that challenge go? Like, what, what did we go out in the middle of that lake for, for nothing? So they had like some boat set up and Alec and like, we were both in separate parts of it and we had to answer questions in regards to each other's like personalities or like, who, I think one of the questions was like, um, who's done more work on the amazing race so far. And like we, and every time we had to answer if it was like us or our partner and, um, and Alex and I like, got there first and we got all three of them done immediately and then just left. Um, but apparently like Jen and Christy, like Jen, if you got one wrong, like you had to jump into the water and apparently like Christy had to jump in like three times and she was soaking wet the rest of the day. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was like, that was really surprising because Jen and Christy were like super upset because they're like, we, we, Christy, especially because she's like, I had to jump in that lake for nothing three times. Like that was, it was really <laughs> that was kind of strange to see. Oh man, I, I, yeah, I've I've always curious about to why. I guess they cut that out so they could show Jessica going to shop for her sneakers. That's great. Uh, I think, no, here's why I think they cut it out. In all fairness, it's for the passport drama. Like, because if you think about it, there's like a good three, four minute, five minute chunk of time that was dedicated to that. So I imagine that they were they were thinking they would have that time for the task. And when all that drama happened, they had to pull yeah. something, and that's what got pulled. Yeah, with that right. out because like because the passport thing was like that was pretty much a guarantee like that. They were not showing up. That was uh, they made it look like it was like a lot like there was actually going to be some sort of, uh, you know, possibility. But like poor, you know, we, we felt terrible for them because like obviously like we, we worked with them the leg before. They were great people. Uh, but yeah, they, I mean, we sort of knew all along that it was, you know, we were going to we were all going to be fine. The, when they showed them in the cab going to the to get his passport redone, like right at the, within the first 10 minutes, I kind of thought, okay, maybe they are going to survive this because they're still showing them. And then they never revisited it. Yeah. And I knew it was just over. Yeah, that yeah. was rough. 
That was rough. Yeah, yeah it was pretty. Uh, I mean, when they showed him taking off, you saw it was kind of like dusk. So I figured when they yeah. land, it was going to be dark already. And I was like, damn. See, I just, like if you're having to go through the bureaucratic process of getting another passport, there's no way. I'm sorry. There's just absolutely no way you're, you're surviving through that. But you said he just said teams got lost for three hours. If it's an hour flight and you spend two hours getting it to get on a flight, maybe. Well, yeah. my hope. But I'm saying that that's was... assuming that you're good enough at directions to not get lost like the, every yeah. other team did. Right. Well, my hope was yeah. My hope was that it was the Nana Lim because I knew one was coming. Oh yeah, that would I been... was like, I'm like, uh, hopefully it's this, but I don't know what they're gonna do because there's nowhere, no way they're gonna be able to complete all the tasks that they had to do on this leg throughout so the what, night. What they would have had to do, and the only reason I know this is because of the Paris leg for me. <laughs> they, if all the stuff was shut down at night, they would have to wait till morning, do all the stuff then, and then their like timer starts. Because literally, when Mama twelve hour penalty. <laughs> yeah, but when Mom, because when Mom and I were that rap, uh, Matt came over to us and he was like, "So yeah, this closes in like fifteen minutes, and so does the restaurant. So if you don't finish, you're welcome to come back at eight a.m. for this." And I was like, "Oh God." <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's pretty tough. Uh, Eric, uh, one of the twin firefighters, is in the chat room as well. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. All right, so Team Yale, I, I, I love I love a lot of things about them, and a bunch of things irk me. This uh, is one of the things I love about them. They have no animosity towards the people that, like, you turn them. They seem to just have this, like, even keel throughout everything. And I don't know if it's just, like, them being kind of, like, monotone-type people where they don't let their emotions wave or if they're just really good at sucking those emotions in. Well, I can guess uh, to I guess since we U-turned them, um, <laughs> they were the, they were possibly the luckiest human beings I've ever met in my life. I said afterwards that they should go to Vegas for like three weeks straight because it's just it's pretty wild to see some of the stuff that like to finish like last two legs in a row, but like the one was a non-limb, and then another one was because the team forgot their passport. It was like. Ah, it was it was brutal to uh, to see that, but um, but I mean, hey, they were really good at everything. So I, I don't know how it happened, but uh, they were really good at everything. So you got to credit them with that. Um, but yeah, there was a few moments where it was uh, there was less teamwork for sure than uh, with with some of the other teams that we had. All right. All right. So Cody says they're at a back of the pack kind of team, and and Jess doesn't like that. She points out that in real life, that's not us, boy. We don't know that because you haven't experienced real life with Cody yet. All right. Looks like every team is concerned for Ocean Rescue losing their passport, of course, except Big Brother, who seems to be very happy. Lucas says he's very forgetful, and he always gives the passport to Brittany, but he forgot. Now, with some inside drama information, there must have been some craziness going on. Like, is there was there some people stealing some thousands of dollars from somebody on an airplane? Can you explain a little of this drama? Uh, actually, yeah. Now that you now that you mentioned that, yeah, there was uh, something happened. Someone stole something off of one of our flights, but like all of us sort of just were so tired and we didn't really care, so we were just like, "All right, whatever." Like, let's just. Go. So I, I I know that that happened. Like now that you say it, but like I don't really remember the details because we sort of just all left and we we're like, "Ah, oh, let's just go to the next." Because there was like forty eight flights that we had to get on from Zimbabwe to Bahrain, so. It was a long, uh, a long day. Yeah, I think it was three, but forty-eight is close. No. Very. Close. <laughs> it feels like it. By the time you're in lead nine, it feels like forty-eight. <laughs> it was actually four. It was Zimbabwe, Zambia, Zambia, Ethiopia, Ethiopia, Dubai, Dubai, Bahrain. 
Oh, so they, they skipped one on, yeah. on Phil's that little is, thing. That is brutal. <laughs> Oof. All right. About the passport, though, I have to say this. And Lucas and Brittany, if you ever see this, you know that I loved your time on this podcast and I love your time as a racers. But what happened is so unacceptable as a racer. Like, you have to have, like, contingency upon contingency upon contingency. So, like, mom is a forgetful person. Like, mom will, like, have something and just sit it down and forget where she sits down. So whenever we were going through customs, whenever mom had to have her passport on her, best believe that thing was in my eyesight at all times. Like I was just turning around, like talking to the customs, staring at mom and that stupid passport. And the moment I was with her, I got it back from her and I kept up with it. Like that is your blood in the stain. You can lose every single other thing on you. You can lose your shoes. You can lose most of your clothes. I mean, but you cannot lose those two little pamphlets. So I just... I, I feel for them because that is an awful way to go out, but that is just so unacceptable. Like you just can't do that. Alex and I actually had a moment in the Czech Republic. He, he tore apart our entire hotel room uh, looking for his passport, like severe concern. Like this is it. And uh, it was in his jacket pocket. <laughs> <laughs> There's only right. one space that the passports are supposed to be. And they're always supposed to be in that one space. <laughs> That's that right. was our rule. Like that was my the fanny pack. Yeah. And when I say the fanny pack was attached to me at all times, like when we would go out to, like to dinner in the hotel, like the fanny pack was on me. Like it was never off my body. <laughs> Even when I, I think you were there with me, oh, um, when like one of the producers during one of the, the legs was like, "Put your bag in San Antonio Day right now." Fanny pack. We're like, no. We said no. We said no. You can put it here. We'll be okay. <laughs> uh, that was funny alright so Brittany is a, a, a rock star there's no way on earth I would be this calm and this like oh it's okay no it's okay honey I, I would be going nuts running back on a plane like dumb and dumber you'd have to get arrested there's no way you're stopping me from getting on that plane to get my passport what are you gonna do you're little guys come get me I'm getting that passport I'm sorry there's no way you let the plane I mean, I take that off <laughs> I figure, you know, security will stop them from putting me in jail, but I'll get my damn passport. <laughs> no, but I would you guys have, could you guys have even imagined being that calm uh, in this situation? Uh, I feel like had the passports gotten lost, it would have been my fault. So because <laughs> I, I'm with James Earl, like Tyler wasn't allowed to touch them. Like even when I was doing my roadblocks, I would like unclip it and I would be the one like clipping it around his waist so that I knew where it was. So if ours had gotten lost, it would have been on me. So I don't know. I probably wouldn't have been calm. Yeah. I mean, I think I think that she just realized like, what can you do? Usually, all of us were usually on the same flights, so like, we sort of just realized. I think they probably realized, hey, that's it. You know what I mean? They, you know, they they had a good run. They they got engaged. All this stuff. So I mean, I don't know. There's there's, I I, I could see them just sort of being like, hey. This is, you know, we they knew it was the end, so, yeah. you know. Thanks. No oh, yeah. Lucas is in the chat room, <laughs> and he said, Sorry, Lucas. Not in the Middle Eastern country. You're probably right. I don't want to go to jail in the Middle East, but exactly. I just, I could see emotions taking over me at that point, and... Mm. Oh, I would have been, I would have been hot. Like, I would have been Ooh. America's most hated person because I would have been yelling at my mom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so upon arrival in Bahrain teams immediately jump into a car and get to driving now team Indy um, they run over there and get to the shipyard first now the shipyard 
just muscle guys, we're big, we're gonna grab it and go. Was there really no thought once you saw Jen and Christy passing you as they're dragging them? Uh, well, I mean, we were carrying probably double the size of logs that they were, and we thought we probably ended up with 600 pounds of wood instead of 300 pounds. So, um, I don't know. I guess we didn't think wood was weighing that much. It was just sort of one of those things that you figured you'd get more than you needed, and we ended up with like triple the amount that we needed. So, in the end, it was like two minutes that we lost, but uh, yeah, whatever. It, it was, <laughs> it I figured. Was, 300 pounds two grown men can carry 300 pounds in one thing like you guys we can't carry 300 pounds I'm like in yeah. one thing oh justin it's awkward shape stuff two men that's a little ambitious that's a little ambitious it was yeah i'm giving <laughs> you guys, i figured you guys are strong from holding them steering wheels <laughs> although can i yeah. say like like this moment and this is this is not meant to be like against y'all connor and uh connor and Alex, but seeing Jen and Christy just like beast through this. I just, I love it. It's why I love them as a team because like they don't let anything stop them. Like other, other teams, other female, female teams would have looked at this challenge and just gotten a grumpy mood saying like, this isn't fair. We're like, we're not built for this. And these two are literally just like, I think at one point you see Jen just like chunking this like wood down the road, but she can't like drag it quite comfortably, but I just love it. Yeah, yes. I mean they're they're awesome. They're like there's a reason they're world champions and Olympians and triple yeah. backflip performers and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, for, for those of you joining us late in the chat room, we do apologize. Team Yale will not be joining us tonight, as uh, I guess real life has gotten in the way for them. Um, I did hear back from Henry. Uh, if you want to hear what he had to say, he does. Uh, I told him he didn't realize that people actually want to hear from him and Hen, him and um, Evan. I was like, are you kidding me? You guys have not said anything all season. People are really wanting to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, I said, we really had a great time in the amazing race. It was a wild ride. Um, it's really encouraging to hear that people actually liked us. Uh, we've loved hearing from the supportive fans and are trying to stay away from the negativity. So, I mean, that's, that's all you can do. Um, I know they weren't the most liked by the rest of the contestants because they kind of ran their own solo race. But, um, again, you know, they seem like pretty good people. They're both 22. They have a lot of growing, a lot of um, life experience to get through them. So, you know, they were also a little different than the rest of the cast. Uh, but I would really want to talk to them so I can actually see for myself instead of just hearing hearsay. All right. So Team Extreme thinks it thinks about it, starts dragging the wood instead. Christy is like, I don't know why they're not doing it. I'm dragging wood. And then Team Big Brother, they get lost. Team Yell also goes on with the, hey, I'm going to carry one. You carry the other method. I think for them, they should have definitely worked together, knowing that the weakest team left. Um <laughs> Jen is the only one that has any idea what 300 pounds looks like as she's like, let's weigh this. Uh, Cody grabs two huge pieces as he gets there. And well, I don't even want to say this about team big brother too. Like they are absolute beast at the challenge, but they struggle hard getting there. Yeah. Like they struggle. At least that's what, at least what that's what's coming across on the TV is that they struggle getting from place to place. That place. I would say minutes in there. Oh my God! Really? Yeah, like literally, like literally, right down the street, like five minutes max. <laughs> did did they give you guys any sort of instructions on as far as like navigating the roads? Because when we were in Dubai, it was very similar. And I I remember I when I was watching the episode, I felt a lot like this is exactly like our experience, especially hearing teams say like if you miss a turn, 
it's not just turn around. It's 15 minutes down the road and then you can turn around. That was our same experience in Dubai. But for a couple of the tasks, it, it had very rough, like old school map quest kind of printout uh, instructions. So I just don't know if you guys had anything like that. No, we had nothing really. I mean, they, um, it was tough. Like we, you know, it was, there was no real instruction. The only real road instructions we got were in Iceland, I think. Um, okay. And those were sort of, those were actually like, if you did follow them to the T, it was actually, you didn't even need a map. But in Bahrain, it was just like, we, you know, we went to different hotels to ask for directions and get a map. And I got a yeah. terrible map that they didn't actually show that was only color coded and didn't actually have road names. So I just ended up shouting, we need to take the red road instead of the black road. And it was just like, it was just, it was insane. Yeah. See, ours was like, I mean, it was not anything super great, but it was kind of like, get on the 101 and then follow yeah. signs. But like, following signs was not really anything helpful whatsoever but it did have a yeah. like starting base point like turn right out of the airport and then the, and then that was it i'm yeah, just gonna correct i'm just gonna correct one little thing when you said they are awesome at tasks cody is awesome at tasks i'm not trying to bash on jen no. i'm not trying to bash on jessica but she has not done anything during this uh whole season of the amazing race to say that i've contributed period sorry no there's some there's some tasks that she handles they're granted the gross task like I'll, I'll sit here go ahead i'll wait tell me what she has done oh wait she has definitely like knocked out some roadblocks all by her like roadblocks are by herself like you can't tell me that cody helps her with roadblocks because he did oh i'm gonna climb a ladder and with four other people and and, and we're all gonna come down at the same exact time <laughs> come on she climbed the ladder if she i just to, wanna you, you I, here's the thing when we get to the next episode when we get to the next episode i'm gonna agree with you and i'll point out some stuff but as of right now i like as of this episode that we're in right now nine i haven't seen that now granted my my opinion will change once it is episode 10 a little bit. I mean, while we're talking about roadblocks, I just, and I think I said this last week, like there's been seven roadblocks total and there's two yeah, episodes I did six left. on my season. I did, I did seven by myself on my season. And I think our season had possibly one of the highest ones. We had 14 total roadblocks in the entire season, but it, it's, they're at seven right now. So I kind of agree with Justin where I'm like, I think Cody and Jess would have been eliminated a long time ago if this were a, tr a, a season that had roadblocks more like the previous seasons. Everything was a rude info. Everything. Yeah. yeah. Like we, we, thought, we thought that there would never be roadblocks. And, like it was, and it there was, were like, we had like three different legs. We had probably seven rude infos in our every. Family. Like, every like, single one of the every single one of the tasks in this episode that was aired could have been a roadblock. One of you yeah, could have yeah. dragged the wood. One of you could have searched for the items in the jars. One of you could have even milked the camel, even though that looked like it took maybe ten minutes. But I'm just like <laughs> I, I thought this was going to be a double roadblock episode, and then sure enough, it's just three tasks that you all do together, which is fine. But I'm like, I, I honestly, I mean, I don't want to completely rag on Jess and Cody, but I really do think had Jess had to do a roadblock sooner than she has, they would have been out a long time ago. All right, Jody fans in your chat room, if it's bothering you that I don't like them, it's okay. That's why we have a diverse cast. It's okay to have different opinions. <laughs> not everybody's going to love your little boys and girls that play their little games on TV. Say, it's okay to not like someone. Saying that, somebody's not, saying that somebody hasn't done roadblocks doesn't mean you don't like them. You're just naming facts. <laughs> uh, 
I have nothing against Jessica and Cody except the fact they don't own who they are and the fact that I don't think Jessica deserves to be on this show. Cody is a monster. Cody is a monster. He's probably one of the better players who's ever been on the show, and he's dragging her along. And, and she knows that. She admits it, and she says it on the race. So don't defend her. She doesn't defend herself on this case. So don't defend it, okay? Stop it. Amazing hey, races. It, it is it is a team game, and they did make it pretty far so far. Oh, absolutely! Fair, and to be fair, Alex dragged me through a few things myself. So, uh, so absolutely. I can't entirely, uh, I can't entirely, you know, get away no. with saying that I, yeah. I just think I, th- I just think way more team. The other teams are way more balanced. I think that's the most unbalanced team in the race. If is is that fair to say? Yes, I will. <laughs> I will co-sign that. All right, is that okay? Uh, uh, they're just the most unbalanced team. All right, so root info as Jessica cleans um, Cody with baby wipes. So, so there she goes. She she cleaned Cody, and he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't really like that. You send your Jody army after me. I use my platform. All right. Uh, so all right, now we gotta go find the king of Hawa. Were you guys actually looking for a person? Yep, absolutely looking for a person. Um, <laughs> Had no idea what was going on. Didn't even know. We actually had one guy tell us the complete wrong way, like almost to another city. Um, so, so that was kind of strange. Um, but yeah, it was. It was just so much traffic. It was like 110 degrees. Um, but luckily, we had Jen and Christy there, and we were just kind of working together because we figured that you know, again, the team that was missing a passport. <laughs> you know, we sort of felt a little bit of a cushion, so we were just sort of like, all right, let's just get through this and get to the end. I'm a woman hater, but my favorite team is Team Extreme somehow. Okay. Um, so, Team Indy and Team Extreme seem to work together for this King of Hollow task. Oh, for future racers, if you're ever reading a clue and something's in quotes, like probably King of Hollow was, I'm guessing, because that's the way they probably design it. If it's in quotes, like the Cathedral of Polo, it's not actually a cathedral or a king. It's a nickname. Just for future racers, if you're watching this, you deserve it little bit of extra. Anything in quotes is not actually what it says. That's why it's in quotes. All right, so uh, Team BL seems to argue, but with very little emotion involved. The only problem I have with their arguments is that it doesn't seem like Henry can finish his sentence. It's like she is very She's strong. She's a team leader. Yeah, she's very she, strong-willed. Yeah. She's a team leader without a doubt, but... Henry was Henry was probably one of the nicest people I've ever met, but uh, I guess they go together like fire and ice. It's uh, it was it was an interesting you know I don't know it was an interesting dynamic that's for sure. Maybe that's why they did so well. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, it seems to work for them. And uh, listen, if that's what they want, yeah, if that's the relationship. I agree with you, Justin. I, I do. I, I see the arguments always kind of being one sided. I don't see them as a dysfunctional team, though, which is the strange thing. Like, usually when you see that, you see a team like that, and you're thinking, well, it's a dysfunctional team that's having issues. Strangely enough, they don't. Yeah. Uh, it's he's He's got, like, patience. She's got, like, that. well, they work well together. I mean, they're different type of people. I'm not going to understand everybody, and I'm definitely not the brains of a Yale graduate, so uh, I, I can't get into that mind. All right, so now we're going to go to the I classic needle I hate to say it, but like I'm looking at my entire race team looking at me. We have a dinner reservation. So, do you guys, is there like any super pressing questions that go for it, boys? On part? Ooh. Ooh. Um, um, I feel bad to throw it on like that, but no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. 
No, bullfrogs. How long did that bullfrog thing taste? Because it seems like uh, everybody else did pretty easy on the, the elephant task, didn't mess up too much, and you guys seemed like you were there forever, and you still won. Uh, it was tough. I mean, we actually – they actually made it look like Cody was getting a lot more than we were, but we pretty much were, like, on the same – Pace. Like, same frog count all the way through. So uh, they probably left five minutes before we did, um, and <laughs> yeah, it was tough. I, we, were, we were there for at least – 40 45 40 minutes maybe oh and, uh, maybe maybe not any longer than that ah see, it, it seemed like a lot of time to get started yeah it took like it took like 15 minutes to find like 20 minutes probably to find the first frog and then once we got into it then then the rest was then we just kept going hmm ah that's interesting you got boys you got any questions for uh i didn't but i have a comment because i think the last time i did this podcast we're in an episode six and honestly, NASCAR was kind of in the middle, like upper middle of the pack. Mm-hmm. They have just taken off these past four legs, like taken off out of nowhere. Um, like if I was one of the other competitors, even if I was Jen and Chrissy at this point, I'd look at them and be a little scared oh, because they the are, time. no, they're picking up st- uh, steam fast. It's been well, one of those things like through the whole race. Like we just sort of, like we made mistakes, but we've done things well and like, uh, we just sort of always knew that we didn't really need to be like, it wasn't a huge issue if we weren't the first team every time. Cause it was like, Hey, as long as we're in it, you know, we gotta be, you know, we, that's all we have to do. So it was, uh, it was a little concerning when we were like super confused on stuff, but you had to realize that there were also probably other people just as confused or, or kind of baffled as you were. So, but once we sort of started figuring out to read our clues and like read them again, uh, you know, then, then we just got better. We just made, made less mistakes. And then as soon as you make less mistakes, you just do better. Mm-hmm. Well, Connor, we appreciate you. You brought a lot of levity to this season. You're a really fun dude. And I'm glad that you you, you were able to keep that, uh, that emotion. And cause it seems like you're like me, you kind of get really, really excited, happy, and really, really excited, mad. And Alex yeah. actually, calms you down seems to calm you down really quick which is good so it's it's very interesting to see how it's edited for sure um but, <laughs> but yeah it's it was uh, it was quite a ride and uh, obviously you know the final episode is next week and we're still in it so that's that's cool um and do, yeah i mean do you do you think you're being uh, fairly edited uh yeah no i think it's good i mean heck the last episode was uh, i mean I had a lot of one-liners, so I was I was happy about that. <laughs> they, they, they called me the king of sound bites the whole way through, so I was just I was I was glad that that came through because I mean honestly, the last two-hour episode that was all me, like that was all my friends, like fully understood. That's how I am in real life. Like that's that was my total that's personality awesome. on display, um, just saying stupid stuff at all times, and sometimes it sounds right. So that was uh, that was that was pretty much. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. I felt good yeah. after that. And uh, one other question, you can go. Why the hell didn't you get out the car and help Lucas? Hey, it looked a lot different than <laughs> he was out there killing it. All I would have done is get dirty and muddy and probably mess up the winch. And I, all I was doing the whole time was riding the clutch as well to kind of keep the car out out of the mud. Because if we could kind of keep the momentum going, it was like worse than kind of. It was better than just sinking deeper. So we actually figured out eventually, like by reversing the truck and then kind of going at it at a different angle. But the whole time I kept the truck moving, so in case that he did get the right winch, the right like pull with it, we could sort of make a small distance. So he was a superstar on that. I I, I will admit, but uh, but yeah, 
that was tough. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, we really enjoyed having you, and uh, we, I, I really enjoy watching you in the season. You guys have the most wins. So. <laughs> well, we, I, I appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Sorry I had to run, but uh, no, thank you for coming. Thanks, Connor. Thanks, guys. Bye. Uh, all right. Another member of the Tar family, I, and I'm glad that he's a part of the family. I really am. It uh, seems like a really fun dude. All right. Let's get to the needle in a haystack challenge. How do you guys feel about these needle in a haystack challenges? Love them? Hate them? I, I'm a fan of them. I, I actually I don't mind them. I think, I think it's an easy way to kind of separate some of the teams that kind of get into a challenge and start panicking and, and those who can actually take a second, calm down and – I think it was Indy who was kind of like moving the jars into like little formations so they could see which ones they had done. And I'm like, that's a brilliant move. That's an awesome way to use the challenge to your advantage. So I, I don't mind these needle in a haystack challenges. I know they're not the most fun to experience, but I like watching it. Well, I liked this one in particular because there's a little twist on it because you actually had to pay attention to the items and there was just subtle differences of what you had to find. So it had a little twist onto it that wasn't just like search all the random things for something easy. You just have to find it. It was a like, you really have to pay attention because it's easy to miss and easy to get something else. That's exactly what I loved about this ta- this task, that it wasn't just the simple, oh, that, but there was little differences, that they made it hard. I like when they make the tasks difficult instead of, you know, let's go eat a piece of dessert and drink some coffee and leave. Like, I okay. wish it was a roadblock, but I was happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, if I was racing it, I'd, I'd pray to God that I did that roadblock in that bar. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was just praying that uh, Jessica would have to do the roadblock with the scorpions. Oh, that would have been the best to watch. Uh, all right, so we get here in a classic needle and haystack challenge. Jess is distracted by cats again. Evan uh, says, this is definitely, I love this one. So, no, 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 this is definitely the one. Nope. <laughs> I'm pretty sure at one point in time, didn't she say, like, that's not, the, that's not one of them? And it looked like, may have been editing, very well may have been edited, but, like, it was the one. Yeah, it seemed like she said no to the one that was wrong, uh, to the one that was right, and yes to the one that was wrong. And poor Henry, just like, okay. It's like, dude, come on, fight for it a little bit, Henry, fight! Hey, but don't mention that cat. Jester is bold for picking up just stray random cats in strange countries. Bold. She's picked up more stray cats than roadblocks she's done. (laughs) Oh, y'all are so mean. I I didn't know this until like a a few years ago that like a cat scratching you can kill you. No, it can cause major infections. It's it's not good. It's just nuts. Uh, Yeah, uh, dogs, I'm all about it. We had dogs like crazy in our leg. I love dogs, but cats, I'm scared of a little cat because they can cut you too fast. Cut you too fast. All right. Henry seems to be slowing down in the heat as everybody walks away from the task and they're stuck there. And it just seems like the mental drain of the team that's supposed to be mentally strong is really getting to him. And it's causing him to be physically weak. Is uh I don't know. I think I, I think these tasks see when you look at Team Yale, they say that the only thing that we're bad at is we're not strong, but this had nothing to do with strength. This was supposed to be one of their I guess stronger suits of coming up with a strategy, devising a plan, doing using the most effective ways of doing things. So I think they're getting weaker as this race is going along. I think they are getting flustered is a good way to say it. I think as they get closer to the back to the pack and there's less wiggle room that they're getting a little flustered. And I think it's because, you know, I'd be, 
I, I don't know their mindset, but I imagine it's very intimidating to be up against like these team extreme, you know, like gold medalists uh, to be up against these IndyCar drivers to be up against this Marine. Like it, that has to be intimidating. And I know if I'm sitting there as Evan and um, Henry, cause like my whole thing was the mental game. Like I, I have a strong mental game. I can imagine it'd be intimidating. That's what I, I that's what I figure is happening, but I don't know for sure. I completely agree. And, and they're the youngest people that are still there on the race and they're smart people. They're definitely in a place where they know that the other teams I don't want to say don't like them or whatever's going on with this like dynamic. I mean, it's already a stressful experience. And, and I, I, I've really liked, I've really liked both of them this whole time. So I understand why they're kind of slipping. And I think sometimes that dynamic of the race and the friendships that are built also works against you. So. Yeah. Orange Mandarin makes a good point in the chat room. She says, Evan isn't trusting Henry enough. And I really think that you have to trust your partner at some time. And every time he says something, she kind of questions it. So it's like, all right, you know, let him make a mistake. If he's going to do it wrong, let him make a mistake, but at least give him that, that ability to, to, to make that mistake. Um, and I, I got to give Cody props. I think uh, being, being a soldier and being, uh, I think he was over in Iraq or Afghanistan for a time and maybe getting used to that heat, it, the heat never once came out of his mouth he just kind of rushes through everything and just goes never never once complains about anything and he was like the the beast on this task all right so uh take uh team yale tries four times to break the pot since you're talking about it, I'll just say now that that was my LOL moment for the episode <laughs> since you brought it up. Uh, I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, is there anybody, even little Krista and Tiffany, I think they would have still got it on their first try. That's so like, doop, doop, doop. <laughs> well, especially if you see the other, like the like broken pieces of the other jars there because they were leaving last. I'm like, just smash it. I would say after like the, the second time, maybe that's when you just like rail back and just slam it. Right. Yeah. That, you ha- I mean, yes. I, I mean, if she did it twice, uh, he picked it up and then pap, did the same, whatever. I think it was cute. Um, B- Big brother seems to be get hit their nemesis here again and get lost. Uh, literally the driving is just the toughest part for them. And uh, I think they, I'm not going to use the word lucky because it's not lucky, but it's fortunate for them that they're, they can beast through challenges so quickly because I do think if they, the moment they struggle with a challenge on top of getting lost is going to be a, a very ma- big problem for them. All right. Uh, hold on one second. Could, could we not pick on the Jody people in the chat room? I don't want anybody to feel like they're being bullied. Stop it. I'm the only bully here. I'm the only one allowed to do it. You guys stop it. Listen, we're, we're just talking about a television show and we're speaking our opinions. And if we all had the same opinion, this would be a boring show. So we need to have diverse opinions and we have to represent the people who watch the show. And there is a big chunk of the audience who is not a fan of Jody. And you're going to have to accept that. I'm sorry. It's OK. You tell him, Dad. Jeez. I'm just trying to have some fun here. I, re- I have no problems with them. I want to meet them. I would love to talk to them and, and explain why I have these. Mm. 
Harmstone, no permission. The only person you can bully is your boy, Super Kawaki. All right, so let's move on. They go to this village here, and they got to milk a camel, and it looks like Connor was very excited to milk this camel. I should have probably asked him about this. He had a tough time getting started. Do you guys, uh, were you guys looking forward to animal tasks, or were you guys scared of animal tasks? Oh, I hated them. We, we actively avoided live animal tasks. <laughs> Corey? Uh, I, don't, I don't think we actually had an opinion like going in and that's weird because i should have known they were coming but i mean i guess we avoided walking camels in dubai because we thought they were going to be a pain in the ass i wish i could have avoided the snakes in bali so i guess yeah i'm not looking forward to animal tasks <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. us as well we unless we had major control over these animals uh, there was no way that we were going to do it a horse cool you know dogs cool if we uh, weird animals that you don't know no we're not messing around but Later on, I don't. There's no way in the world Diana would not have picked the elephant task. Oh no, y'all totally would have. Y'all, I don't care. Like y'all yeah. would have either done divorce or done that challenge. Yeah, she. There was no way we would. We. It doesn't matter if that took longer. We're doing it. That was it. Um, about this camel task, and this yeah. is where this is where I kind of referenced this earlier. I was going to talk about Jessica, and I feel like at this point I've given them a very fair shot. So I hope this comes across as fair too. But like. This part, and then you'll see in the next slide, I'll say the same thing. But when you are a racer and you're trying to compete during this competition, you have to go beyond your comfort zone. Um, I feel like you're going to be put into things that make you uncomfortable that you wouldn't do on a normal day-to-day process. And that's one thing I think, especially when it comes to grosser type things, that Jessica, at least during this task and some of the next tasks, isn't doing, which it, it concerns me because that can come to bite you in the bite you in the tail. I feel like when you're signed up for this race, you're going to do things that you just don't want to do. Like I, I honestly, like I, I didn't want to do that. Like Batota Gorge swing. It ended up being fun, but like you just have to do it with no hesitation. And yeah. I think that's my biggest problem with uh, Jessica in this this race. But this is the that's first it. point that I've noticed it. Like I don't feel like up to this point I've seen it, but this task and a few in the net sled. I noticed it, and it's just, I feel like you have to go beyond your comfort level. Yeah, I, I see, the, the point of it is, it's just, like, people, like, it's their life, uh, for a lot of people, it's their dream, this is their one shot, this is the thing they've been waiting for for their whole life, and she was just lucky enough to say, hey, you guys want to be in the race, cool, and if you get this tat, if you get this chance, like, embrace it, do things that are out of your comfort zone, like, don't just say, yeah, I'm not comfortable getting in mud, like, it wasn't even mud, it was just water, it wasn't mud, because when, like, uh, going after the frogs, and you see, like, the marine, he's on his hands and knees, he gets up, and he's crystal clean, he's not muddy, like, get out of your comfort zone, like, this is what it's for, experience the world, do something different, and that's my biggest thing with her, it's not like, it's like, oh, I don't like them, because they were a big brother, it's like, no, the person I hated on Big Brother one. That's the one I didn't like. He was the whiny one. I was on Team Cody and Jessica when they were bullying him. So let's move on from that. All right. All right. Connor had a tough time uh, getting milking, but once he started, it didn't seem like there was too many issues. Jessica started uh, and then, hey, Cody, would you do this? Of course. Um, Jen was super stoked to see that she can milk a camel. I think she's just like Diana when it comes to like uh, hanging out with animals, she would love to do it, and it's like that's exactly what Diana is. Can we uh, talk about how cute that little baby camel was too? <laughs> yeah, it was precious. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, any baby animals are a chance for the amazing race to just get that oh moment. 
Uh, Evan talks to animals like she talks to Henry. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad. Uh, and then she follows that up saying the camel sounds just like Henry when I wake him up in the morning. <laughs> I liked that. Yes. Uh, that's, why, that's why I like them. I mean, they entertain me and they have from the beginning. Yes. Also, I had to... Uh, can we talk about, sorry, the Cody's face when he just was talking about the camel's testicles? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I, he wanted to call it out. You're going to say, like, the, the, the You girls. saw it all in his face, but then he was, like, you saw the thought process of, like, maybe I should say something. Wait, no, I shouldn't say something. We're just going to smile. Like, you saw the you saw the thought process go through his head, and it loved it. Like, I the, loved it. The funny thing is I was literally waiting for, like, Connor to make the comment that Jessica then made. Like, literally, when I was watching Connor and Alex do it, because they were the first ones there, I was thinking, like, Connor's going to say something about the camel's testicles and not realize <laughs> that, <laughs> that the camel doesn't have any. And then, sure enough, like, wait for Jessica to just say it. <laughs> well, so Jessica said she wanted to switch after she saw the testicles. That's, that's what made her switch. So. Mm-hmm. I Again, I, I was wondering if this was just, like, a roadblock, but they ran out of time because of the passport story. And then they just still included this task. But then, because I didn't really see anyone else switch. And then sure enough, yeah, they switched within two seconds of it. Yeah. And uh, that, that, that leads us to the pit stop, which is yeah. the tree of life. I like the, the tree of life. I, I have a, um, actually have one, have a banner hanging up of it. And I thought that was a really, really cool place to, uh, to have um, a pit stop. Um, and this is where Team Indy comes, and they win $7,500. And Phil takes a little shot at Connor. <laughs> He's like, hey, maybe you can move out of Alex's uh, basement or his couch. <laughs> 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 uh, see, Camilla, Camilla, in the chat room. Now, I can't defend you if you're going to sit there and say Jessica's a genius. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Stop it. Just stop it right now. All right. So Ocean Rescue arrives at night and they get Phil eliminated. Ah, it's the worst. He doesn't even get to go to a task. They just land there and say later. So uh, I think that stinks. But, you know, uh, that's the bad thing about this. uh, This part of the the episode is that there really was no drama for last place. It's they kind of that's why that's why they didn't show you Lucas and Brittany because they wanted you to like forget and think there was drama. But like if you remember that there's still a team way back where there was no drama. It's I uh, I don't know what the like fix is because there isn't a fix and people shouldn't lose their passports. I understand that it does happen and it's happened a handful of times in 30 seasons. But I know just going into that and seeing the teaser about the lost passport and knowing there's still a non a limb leg coming. I mean, I just thought I would, I wish these two episodes would have played out differently than to watch somebody get eliminated by Phil that way. And then to go right into a non a limb leg. It was just a very boring anticlimactic two episodes. I thought, uh, and I think that this was a, a good moment for Lucas to show like, a little bit of a emotional side because I, I didn't see as much emotion from him on the race. And this was the chance to see that how much he truly loved and cared about Brittany and that he really felt like he let her down and he started crying on the mat. And Brittany, I mean, she handled it like a champ as well, con- consoling him and, and doing what um, a good couple should do. And just because they bicker once or twice on the race, uh, that doesn't mean they're not a, a good couple. That means that everyone, pretty- every single person bickers. 
They've been like together they for shiny years. Better, but everyone betters on the race. Yes, and we're finally going to get to see a little bit of Team Extreme bickering finally coming up in the next leg. I thought they were going to just keep it out all season because from what Jed was saying is they bickered a lot. They just never show it. <laughs> so um, uh, that's going to do it for that leg, and they pick up uh, in Bahrain heading to Thailand where teams say uh, they don't really get along with Team Yale that well. And, I mean, I guess we all pretty much knew it at this point. Uh, teams had to take a which looks like a little bus taxi type of thing. Um, where, yeah, where they couldn't really talk to the driver because it was sealed and they had a lot of uh, a lot of problems communicating with them. Uh, good for, I think it was good for Jen for jumping up to the front, though. Like Smart. Yeah, smart. That, that is my super fan move of the episode for sure was just getting up front because that could have made all the difference. Um, I mean, it didn't turn out to make that big of a difference, but I the, the thought of it was like, okay, everybody's having a hard time communicating with the drivers. Let me change that. And, and, she, had a, and she had her map, so she yeah. was like following it right on there. I see this. So one point in time, like, I love me some sass, but I think Christy asked Jen, she was like, hey, can you ask him, like, how big the park is? And Jen's like, she's like, I am not getting that information out of him. <laughs> there are, she's like, someone, she's like, there's no way I can get that much information out of him. She said something sassy. <laughs> yeah. That made me laugh. Uh, uh, Cody. Um, can I say one thing, though, about the, like, the, the teams don't like Yale drama? Mm-hmm. That got brought up so many times in this episode that it essentially told me Yale's made it to the finale. Like one of the other three teams is out in a sledge. Uh-oh. I don't know which one it is. Because of the way they were, because of what they were saying. They kept bringing it up. Like there's yeah. no way they would keep bringing this up if it was going to be the three of them in the finale. I mean, we don't need to like jump to the end at the beginning, but I just thought it was so funny with them saying like how they were the three strongest teams. And I'm like, Cody and Jessica's average just passed Henry's and Evans in that last episode. No, I think there's like two sets right now. I think it's it's Stream and Indie Drivers, yeah. and Cody and Yale, or uh, Big Brother and Yale. I know, but it, I just thought it was so funny with them at the end being like, they're big, we are the three strongest teams, definitely. And I'm like, that's not a matter of fact statement. I was just, I was like, Henry and Evan are very strong. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Cody, uh, Jessica's talking about how beautiful this place is. And Cody says, I love America's trees. And you couldn't even lay out here with all those bugs. <laughs> Come on, bro. It's okay. To, you can love America and enjoy being in Thailand. Right? It's okay. I'm, I'm not going to give you for that. He served our country and he sacrificed a lot. So, Amen. Like, dude, you could be gung-ho America, but I mean, it's okay to say other countries are beautiful. Other countries are cool. Like, We have allies. <laughs> um, all right. But Team Extreme <laughs> makes a wrong turn, and this is where they fall behind a little bit, and they don't seem to catch up throughout this uh, the episode. And uh, just a little scene, just little, little mistakes seem to be picking at them here. And I don't know if that's... Um, if that's just a fluky fluke or if this is something that's going to be building into the next episode. Now you say that this is their weakest performance. Like, <laughs> but <come on. laughs> It's hard. To, I'm just saying you're starting to see a little, a little bit of uh, kinks of cheeks in the armor. Um, oh, whatever. I, th- notice the quotes during all of that. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, this next task I hated, uh, go find the elephant and give it to a girl. Cool. Uh, all right. Cool. I don't even have any um, anything to say about it. I don't have any notes. 
No, I didn't. I don't either. Not on that one. That's how bad it was. Like, <laughs> granted, I don't. I don't hate the tasks that give a little bit more. Like, oh, you have to find something else and do something else to try to like spread the teams out a little bit more. I don't hate them, but it's not the most fun thing to watch. Yeah, I guess it was just like. Pfft. I just want some, just more something a little more interesting. So let's get to the fun part. Size it or seize it. Now I, we wouldn't even had a choice on this. You're going to catch frogs, or you're going to measure an elephant. We're measuring an elephant. Doesn't matter what's going to happen. We're measuring elephants. You guys, which one would you have picked? I think we would have gone for the elephants as well, just because we tried to go for the less physical, more mental challenges in general. And that's based off what I think reading off the paper, that's what that would have seemed. So I think we would have been at the elephant. I will let you in on a little known secret that uh, my biggest fear in the entire world is frogs. Really? And this episode was actually hard for me to even watch at points. Wow. Because I was so like, just my chest was tight the whole time. And I was just thinking, oh my God, had this happened to us while we were on the race. Ooh, like, so here's what's going to happen when there's a fraud roadblock on all stars i'm going to finish it and then i'll be like oh it's really easy it's like dancing you got it cool well we're never doing it i'm not the dancer and you know that so um but yeah we would have for sure went like if we even saw the word frogs tyler and i wouldn't even like discuss it we he knows that's my biggest fear we would have run to the elephants the problem in lies with when the roadblock came and then they had to then eat a frog uh, I don't, yeah, I'm like, I don't even know what would have happened there. You would have gone beyond your comfort zone and start nope. that sucker down. No, I don't know if I could have, to be completely honest. Ooh, uh, we found a weakness. We found a weakness. So we're lo- over here, we're looking at Christy and Jen who get to the frog task because they see that the elephant task is six kilometers away. So they're like, let's try this. They get there. And as much junk as Christy was talking, like, if we do the frog task, I'll be Mrs. Frog jumping around. She said, you want to switch? I don't see one. And they switched. I mean, if you're going to switch, you got to switch immediately. It's the right time to switch. But ultimately, it seemed like the frog task was faster. So we're switching the right decision. When you say that, they went to to one detour, switched, went to another, and still came in third. So, like, I mean, they they beat – they kind of passed Heaven and Henry. So – it appeared that the like frog detour was on the way to the elephant detour. At least that's how I interpreted yeah. it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't mind them at least making a decision at the front. Now, if they had like muddled around there for 15, 20 minutes, gotten like seven frogs and then said switch, I would have had an issue with that. But it seems like yeah. they literally just got in the mud, looked around and went like, F this, let's go. Yeah, uh, so they did switch, and this is where Jen makes a great move, jumps in the front seat and takes control uh, over the race of trying, at least, if the guy was going to listen. Uh, she couldn't get a lot of messages across. She says she'll stand by her decision in the chat room. But then uh, still drives by the elephant uh, <laughs> yeah. sanctuary <laughs> while, while in the front seat. While in the front seat talking junk about uh, yeah, Team Yale. That oh, was my favorite spot. part. That was my favorite part. <laughs> oh, they were at the wrong spot. They had the same map we did. Uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, team Yale has a tough time here uh, getting the just the foot measurement. And and then it seemed like they couldn't get anything right. They, the, the little argument bickering that they had there, which was, again, very monotone, no emotion involved. He was like, I don't think my math is wrong. And then she looked at him and be like, why? 
And he could have been like, because I graduated from Yale and I'm probably not going to get a simple math problem wrong. Is what my answer is. I don't think that's how they argue. That's not how they're trained (laughs) to argue. Like during those debates, you're like, from my understanding, it's supposed to be like factual, not emotional based. So I think that's what they are used to. And that's what they're champions of. So I think that's just so ingrained with them. That's how they handle life. But isn't it a fact that uh, graduates from Yale should be able to do a simple math problem? (laughs) I mean, you say that, but God only knows like how many calories they have in their stomach, how far they've run, how tired they are. Well, they're the brain team. I expect them to be brainy at some point, right? That's what they're billed as. Now, granted, I will say like Christy and Jen, I think Christy, when they got their measurements and Christy was like, this is what we measure. This is not the height of an elephant. Mm-hmm. Like that was like how you, I think, was smart. Yeah, I showed them like, like, she, she realized it wasn't right. They like, so they redid it and got it right. Yeah, I'm like, did we ever even figure out what Henry and Evan were doing wrong? I I didn't catch it, and I tried to watch the sequence again. Yeah, they they missed one measurement by three inches. Okay, well, three centimeters, uh, which they went about it and did uh, at the end. Okay, because yeah, I was watching it too, and I'm like, even once they got it, I'm like, what did they fix? I know they were like remeasuring everything, but. I yeah. didn't really see where the error was either. Yeah, it was the one thing was like three centimeters off and uh, they measured twice and got the same measurements wrong twice. But the third time they, 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 uh, they figured it out. They all uh, grew. Yep. Team Yale, tough time here. And um, Jen is, is acting exactly how Diana would act in this task. Uh, she'd just be loving and kissing on the little baby elephants. Like the elephant comes over and she's like, and I wouldn't have yelled at her. I couldn't have said anything to her. Like, this is her dream. She almost ran over to a full-grown elephant in the middle of one of our tasks. Yeah, that, that would have been bad. Yeah, <laughs> I think the producer. Because there's a wild elephant. This was not like a car, like this is an elephant in the wild. Yeah, I think the producers were like, mm. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, yeah, she would have definitely loved this task. And over at Seize It. Um, Team Indy had a tough time getting started, but it seemed once they got started, all those little frogs were jumbled in a pile over there. But again, there was like a, a little potluck of like seven or eight frogs from that one shot we saw. Yeah. So, I didn't see that shot. <laughs> oh, that was like, it's just like a little orgy of frogs. <laughs> I've been sitting like this, waiting for when I heard them start talking about elephants again. And then when I recognized Henry and Evan's voice, I was like, okay, good. I can watch again. Oh, and, and this seems to be like uh, Connor was just about to switch and then, boom, they started on fire and started catching him. Yeah. And and this is another task where Cody is just a monster. I mean, literally catches all 20 by himself in faster than Team Indy does together. But yeah. I feel like that's what you have to do. Like, that's how you have to hit these challenges. And it gets tougher. I'm not saying, like, I've made it through 10 legs, so, like, at 11 and 12, I can't talk much shit because I didn't experience those, but I experienced 10 legs. And I know you're tired, but like when you hit this, you just have to commit and do it. Like you see these kids literally jumping around, like diving underneath to get the frogs, like just like barely tiptoeing around isn't going to cut it. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't believe when Jess was like pointing them out. If I were Alex and Connor, I would have been grabbing the ones that she was pointing out. That's what well, I they saw. Like they were, I think there were two different sets. Like if you did the wide aerial shots, there was like three like ponds that I saw. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I did say that there were different ponds, but there was one point where they were really, really close to each other and there was no line yeah. in between them. I thought there was a shot where Alex, Connor, and uh, 
Cody were all in the same shot together. Oh, I, I may have missed that part. Yeah, then. from above there was. There probably was a line, like you said, but I didn't see it. And they were very close because you see Connor looking over as Jessica's like, Cody, Here's come one. get this Here's one. one. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, mm, maybe I'll go over and get one, but he didn't. Yeah. I've been like, Tyler, go pick that up. <laughs> um, so uh, Jessica really doesn't do much, but Cody is a beast and uh, gets gets up out of there uh, very quick. Uh, uh, Christy and Jen, uh, when they're in their little taxi, and then uh, <laughs> Team Yale's taxi driver comes over, and <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 no! I just love those little things. I love the little things that they 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 just watch out for because earlier in the race, you know, like when. Big Brother would put them on the spot or a team would put them on the spot or put another team on a spot, they would give the answer and they would like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? And here they seem to learn their lesson and be like, eh, let's go, move it on. Yeah, well, there's no wiggle room here. Like, at this point in time, there, you just you just have to look out for you. You just cannot be last on the mat. And when a fourth of the team is going to be – like, a fourth of the team's left is going to be last on the mat, you just can't do it. Yeah. That's a, it's, that's a tough time right there. And what we're talking about here is um, Christy and Jen going up to the next task. This task here, the only problem, all right, we're, we're going to go to the roadblock. When you get to the roadblock, it really wasn't like who wants to tie something new, T-H-A-I, and you knew you were in front of a restaurant. Did you, though? Yeah. I, 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 mean, so. been, I think Cody and – Connor and Justin pointed out, right? Oh, yeah, Connor, Connor, Connor announced. Connor's like, it's a cooking. It might be a cooking challenge. That's oh, what they yeah. said. And I'm like, cooking? When have you seen cooking challenges on The Amazing Race? It's a restaurant. The first thing you think season is Season 28, they made bread. <laughs> uh, season, uh, season 28, they also cooked fish. <laughs> well, there you go. Cooking challenges. I always think of eating challenges. If there's any restaurants, any chance that gorge, who wants to gorge themselves? We thought it might have been an eating challenge. I was taking it. Like, I don't know if yeah. that spelled hey, real quick. There. Jen said they did know it was a restaurant. They could okay, tell. Okay, good. And then I could have sent Tyler in there to do the eating. That makes me feel Was bad. he a designated eater? Absolutely. Tyler was begging to like eat anything. Like <laughs> when we were in Switzerland and we like went to the chocolate shop, he's like, I'm going to eat them all. I'll do it. I'll do it. And it was literally like walking and get the clue. <laughs> yeah, I would, I'm the designated eater of our. Would have been me. It seems like everybody handled this tasks just like how I think I would have handled the task. Just like, oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. But as soon as you see another team around, you're like, you just do it and get it done. And I think Jen did the same thing. Like, if you saw her, like, she, you could tell, like, she was staring at me, like, I don't want to do this. She was like, I really don't want to do this. And then she's like, okay, whatever. And she just started, like, chowing down. Yeah, it's once um, you break that seal, I guess. I would have devoured yeah. the scorpions in under a minute. And then I would have. Sat there for four hours with the bullfrog. And then I would have sat with four hours with the bullfrog. Um, Can we talk about how hilarious I laughed so hard with Jessica's reaction? Because the guy's like coming over to put a scorpion and she bats up. She's like, what are you doing? What is this? Yeah. I laughed so hard at that. The whole time she's over there screaming and uh, Cody's like, (laughs) he's looking at her, seeing a struggle and she's just going at it. Like, you can tell she really wanted to like squirm and make noises. But after the first time she did it, like one jumped up to right here. And the whole time, the rest, she just had like the clue on her mouth being like, don't make a noise. I think the guy, I think the guys were like, you might want to chill because they're going to keep moving if you're jumping around. So uh, obviously uh, there has to be something where they can't sting them, right? Uh, yeah, they usually all take the stingers off, off 
the tail, okay. yeah. Well, they still I, had their little claws. Yeah, gotcha. I didn't look like, that closely, but uh, I've seen before where they take the like actual stinger part off of the tail. Because I may be ignorant, um, but don't you need like if you get stung with one of these, you need like an antivenom. There must be like a breed not, that not like always. isn't venomous. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I think it's funny too. The another reaction. There's just so many reactions during the scene I loved when they put them on Christy and Christy was standing there and she's like, "Jen, Jen, eat." And Jen was not paying attention to Christy and she's like, "I'm about to." And she was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah." I, I I like this task. Uh, I, I think it's a great task. It's not just somebody eating. I love the second part of it where the other one's kind of kind of getting tortured while the other is eating. <laughs> So I like that 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 was involved. Uh, even though it was a roadblock where it's supposed to just be one person, it's actually two people involved in this roadblock. So um, uh, Team Indy has a tough time, but they they kind of power through it as well. I think everybody does the same thing. They all have the same tough task, and they move on. And we go into the pit stop. Team Indy wins a trip for two to Curacao, and they have no clue where it is. I wouldn't know where that is. Would you have? It was one, oh, it was one of the three destinations for our wedding. It was in the final three. So yeah. I, I knew where it was. I used to work for a company who did a lot of promotion with uh, travel to Curacao. So yeah, it's a, it seems like a really really cool city. Uh, very colorful and and uh, pretty good money there. That's why that's why we chose to go to Dominican Republic. It was a little less uh, a little less expensive. By the way, Jen just commented. She was uh, when Chrissy said that she was. Her response was, I was about to tell her to stop talking because I was going as fast as possible. And then I saw the team scrawling on her. <laughs> well, there you go. Team Indy gets their trip to Curacao. And they say that they want to fight up against the best. And they think the best are them, Big Brother, and Team Extreme. Do you agree? The averages don't agree. Oh, you got them. Good. I just have the top four. I'm not going to go through them all. I have to leave in about seven minutes. All right, give us the top four. Uh, So Christy and Jen are still in the lead at 2.5. Alex and Connor are right on their tails at 2.8. And then you have a whole position drop to Cody and Jessica at 3.8 and Henry and Evan at 3.9. So right now, like, you have kind of two sets. You have Christy and Jen and Alex and Connor who are pretty much close. And then one whole placement Behind them is Cody and Justin, Henry and Evan, which are pretty close. Hmm, so none of them are really that far apart. Like it's not like there's a yeah. giant jump between. That's someone. exactly what I was saying when I heard them say, "Like we're definitely the three strongest teams." I'm like, ah. yeah. So if they win two more, it'll be two point three. Oh, okay, so the best they could do is two point three. So they could be. This that's interesting. Oh, you talking about you talking about Christy and Jen? Yeah, overall average. Wow, so that uh, five that five hurt him. Yeah, five hurt him a lot. <clears throat> so they still have. You still could say you still consider them top three uh, every leg, even even with that. I, um, that I team hate leg. it in my gut. I, I I want to give it to them. I can give it to Jen, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I wish I wish that it didn't work out the way it did. Um, because I like I do think Chrissy and Jen. I want to give them that honor, and I think those two as a pair deserve that honor. But as a race, as a whole, with all of the stipulations, all the rules, they didn't quite make it. And it, it hurts my soul to say that. <laughs> I just want you to know it hurts my soul to say Even that. though Phil keeps saying it? They should just, they should just well, throw they, it. As, as a pair, they did. As a pair, a pair, they have never dropped low three. Right. I think, yeah, I guess the wording of it is right. 
They should just throw the whole thing out if they make it to the final three and just hope they get to come back for an All-Stars and then prove it the next time. Well, it's going to be a little tougher next time. I would never want to race against those two. I want to hang out with those two, but I don't want to <laughs> race against them. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very – like this. the next All-Stars is probably going to be the best racers – in an all-star season, not like there's a lot of popular races in past all-star season that weren't necessarily like the best racers, but I think right. oh, this, this all-star season is, is going to be full of like the best of the best from their seasons because the people Jen were- calling me out he said, we didn't have a five rewatch Phil on the mat. <laughs> so maybe they're counting one, two, three. I would love for that to be counted. as like an official one, two, three. Uh, hold on here. If you'd like to see it, here's your. Well, that's that's Wikipedia. I'm I'm gonna go with that then, since Phil said it. So it's gonna be the the two teams were first, two teams were second, and two teams were third. So I can give it to them. Oh yeah, you're right. Because so it makes me happy. It just Phil said it. You're right. My nine in, in leg one doesn't count because it's only the second time in history weather has stopped a, a fast forward. Right? I mean, let's all make. No, it. it's more than that. The second time in history. Second, Jason and Amy and us. Jason and Amy won. Dang it. All right. So here we go. Christia, uh, Jessica, she, she basically says, I was useless this leg. If I would have chipped in, we could have got number one. But Cody beasted it, and we got number two. Um, Christy thinks if you add up all their finishes, they would be ahead. And James Earl has just said, you're correct. They're two oh, they totally are. They're just a smidge, not much. Um, and it's a non-elimination leg, which saves Team Yale at least for one more. Uh, one more leg. We'll see if they can overcome the speed bump. And looking ahead, we're going to Hong Kong, which we got to go to. And then uh, San Francisco, where we're going to do a little crabbing. We're going to break some TVs. And we're going to do another waiter task in Hong Kong, which might be a throwback. I'm not sure if that, the waiter test was, it was, in, it was in an Asian country. I'm not sure if it was, it was in Hong Kong last time. I don't remember either. Yeah. Well, the, but I think the way to task is going to be a really big uh, separator because trying to hear, you have to hear what they're ordering in Chinese or uh, Mandarin um, and then remember it. Like, if it's just like those other. Tasks. Oh, you remember the one from season 25. That was Italy. Wasn't it? Well, no, they did it on uh, Tammy and Victor's season the first time when they won. So 14. Yes, because I remember Tammy and Victor like walked in and they were like, oh, well, we speak this language. Be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, those Asian countries are are what really get people going because it's it's so foreign. And that's why I love the Middle Eastern countries as well, because you look at those letters and you can't make anything of them. Yeah, I was going to say they did one in 26, too. That was my actually I just was trying to remember that as well. Mm. I love that task. I love that task. Yeah, I think that's going to be fun. Um, and San Francisco, um, your hometown there. It's going to be the finale. So predictions? Anybody want to predict who's going to win the amazing race? Oh, my girls. My girls are absolutely winning. Chris I and Jen no don't doubt. win this, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Chris and Jen, we're all Team Extreme here. I do believe Team Extreme is going to pull it off here. Um I think they are the strongest team uh, in the race. Team, I think balance, um, even though they are a female-female team, I think they balance themselves just as good as any male-female team. So I think that works really well in their, on their half. Uh, again, I'm rooting, for, uh, I'm rooting for Team Extreme. And it's okay for me to have a favorite there, chat room. And it's okay. 
I'm not a news reporter. I don't need to be unbiased. I am a fan, a super fan. I know. So, any uh, LOL moments of this episode? Uh, yeah, mine from the first one, like I said, it was Henry and Evan breaking the pot in the first half of the episode. And the second half was uh, Jed and Christy being like, look at Evan and Henry lost over there at the wrong elephant task. And then they zoom right past the, where they're supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> For me, the first, uh, I'm going to give it to Team Yale in the first episode before being able to uh, argue in such a mon. Backtrack, backtrack. I'm going to give it to Team Ocean Rescue. Even though they lost their passport and did the worst thing, Brittany deserves to be it because that's what a real good partner does. When when their partner is down and feeling like they lost, she picks them back up. Even though it didn't help and they were kind of gone at that point, I think that's such such an underrated uh, – uh, skill on the race and I think that's why the cheerleaders on our season got as far as they did because Tiffany and Crystal whenever one was down the other one pushed them right back up and gave them that energy so I think that's huge on the amazing race so I'm going to give it to them on there and then I'm going to give it to Jen in the second episode for jumping in the front seat um, and, and it didn't make too much of a difference <laughs> uh, considering that she still got lost <laughs> but it's the right move to make uh, so those are mine um Corey, I mean, uh, James Earl, did you give both of yours? Um, I didn't, I don't think I did either of mine yet. So for the first episode, I'm giving it to a team at stream. They've gotten it so many times and I'm sorry. I just, I can't on the challenge with the lumber where they just beasted through it and then threw it on there. Like it was nothing. Um, so they're going to get my side of steel clap for that. And then episode, the second episode led 10 is going to be my IndyCar boys. Like they are just killing it. Two wins in a uh, two first places in a row and three of the past four lads in that first place. So like they are absolutely killing it. Yeah. They are definitely peaking at the right time. Um, which I, so there's not going to be any more, Interesting twists, you think? Any predictions on possible last-minute twists? I think they've done a lot of twists this season. I can't see them getting too crazy at the last two episodes, if I'm being honest. Okay. Corey? Anything? The twist is that you're actually going to have to do a roadblock. <laughs> I'm hoping it's a double roadblock. It's like a double-double, you know, where they have to do two in this episode and, and then two in the next episode, where if you did this, you have to do the next one, and, and there's no, like, switching. So I'm hoping that it's a double-double roadblock, and that's the way it ends. But we'll see. I mean, it's been a hell of a season. I am this close to getting the executive producer of The Amazing Race on for the week after the finale. He's this close to saying yes. And Phil... Uh, it's going to be tough, but I'm going. I'm still working on. I'm going to be. I will be floored if you get Phil on this. Hey, but I have to run to work, guys. Go, I'm go. on nights right now. Love you guys. So it's fun. Bye, y'all. Later. Bye. Everybody in the chat room, thumbs up, like, subscribe. Um, I hope you guys had a great time. Uh, racers, Eric, Lucas, Jen, and anybody else that I missed in the chat room, I really, really, really appreciate you being here to help us out with this. Um, and I know everybody that's here watching appreciates it as well. Those of you watching after it's live, you guys can't miss the live chat. That's where it is. That doesn't show up in the comments. The only way to get there is to be here. Wow, you made it all the way through the podcast. If you want to continue to support the races recap, please check us out at racesrecap.com.